we are back with the next episode of the Irrelevant Podcast. I did not make it that late tonight. I think I've done worse. Um, wouldn't you say so, Jason? Well, I had a heads up this time, so I kind of figured. <laughs> figured what, that I'd be late? Around the general time of when you said we were going to start. Gotcha. Yeah. It still is the general time. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> um, so, Jason recommended to me Defiance, directed by Edward Zwick. Zwick. Uh, when did this come out? 2008, I believe. Okay, I know he's done some other movies. Hold on. Like, he's done some other movies I know are famous. Hold on. I think, I think it's like Blood Diamond is the name of it. Oh. I saw Blood Diamond a long time ago. I just remember the scene where they're cutting off kids' hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he did the he did the Last Samurai. Okay, oh. that makes sense. <laughs> nice. Okay, he did... Lori, I haven't actually seen that, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but no, I I didn't know he. I forgot he did the Last Samurai. Actually, I really like that movie. Yeah, I um, yeah, obviously I've seen all those minus Glory, but with this one, I it's been a while since I've seen Defiance, and I was trying to. I originally we were originally trying to watch Kill Bill that didn't work and then we tried to yeah. watch Kung Fu Hustle <laughs> but apparently you've given up comedies for Lent along with other things so I thought this well, one would be a great it's, one. It's not that I gave it up I just think it didn't really fit with the mood I guess. <laughs> um, well, this one is definitely not you... a comedy even though there's a lot of funny moments in it which is I forgot there, about. <laughs> you're right. There is a lot of funny moments in this. Um, did you see this like way back when it came out or did you see it like more recently? I didn't see it in theaters. I think when it came out on DVD, I me and my, my friend had this at his house and we'd watch it every now and again. I don't know why. Um, but I saw this when I was a kid and I haven't seen it since, but I just remember it being very good. So I was actually curious to see if I liked it watching it again. And did you? I did for the most part. There's there's some of the the sentimentals that were not sentimental. Whatever the word the some of the more emotions that they tried to push through the movie seemed a little bit weird to me. I guess just looking at it as an adult as opposed to back then. Because back then I thought it was super serious and really sad, which it is in general. But um, I feel like a lot more of it was forced than I remember. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. That's um i mean i i do give it like a positive score but i mean it's not the kind of movie i would watch multiple times i don't even really think it'd be the movie i could watch a second time um i i mean i i enjoyed it right um it's not like i was bored right but there there was a lot of moments yeah where i was like yeah this is just kind of this is just forced it's not really working what parts didn't work there was some good no, like certain ways, like just like when the music would kick in, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of cheesy and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, I liked the, I liked some of the characters. I liked, um, what's his name? 
Not Daniel Craig, but like the second guy. Oh, uh, Zeus. I can't remember his name. He Zeus. He plays in a yeah. lot of. I, I, he plays in a lot of like action. He plays a Russian spy in a lot of action movies. Funny enough. Oh, okay. But um, but yeah, I okay. like the story. I, I, I think the story is interesting because it's for the most part relatively true story about Jews in Belarus making their own little fort in the forest, kind of fighting back against the Nazis and the other. Uh, belarusians who sold them out to the germans so and it eventually just came to and i can't remember if it was at the end of the movie if it was the actual germ it was the germans i think they were fighting because they were about to that's why the russians pulled out because they were about to slaughter the entire camp and the russians have said fuck that we're not gonna deal with it we're gonna leave yeah no the uh the source material is there um and that's what really elevates it because the story i mean it's it's so good you know um, and they're all real people but, for the most part, I believe. At least all the major ones. Right, yeah, that's that's also what I thought was pretty cool. And I liked how it showed that stuff at the end of, like... I mean, I know it's it's typical of, like, a based-on-true story <laughs> movies, but it's, it is always interesting to see how, like, you know, they show those little memoirs of, like, the actual people. Yeah. That's always, uh, that's always interesting. <clears throat> Even if it is very just typical and cliche of the... of, of this type of movie. Yeah. Um... But um, I can't get over. I can excuse this in very few movies. I cannot stand when it when they're just like speaking English, and they're in Belarus, right? I'm like, why can't this movie just be in Bel- Belarusian or Belarus? I don't know what their language is. I'm like, that would just be. I the movie would be ten times better just from that. Well, I think it's because it's, it's a Western a... movie, so it's. I guess it's more difficult to have train the actors to be as charismatic as they are in a different language. Um, well, I understand. I, I, I yeah, no, I I understand like why from like a a marketing perspective and like a utility and like a practical yeah sense, right? But it still just doesn't make it. It still just doesn't work in the movie's favor, in my opinion. I think for historical movies, it's a, or let's say with like period dramas or not period dramas, or if I'm watching medieval stuff or anything of that nature, the accents and the English is all over the place. They mix modern words with older words. And I feel like it's a little bit weird, but this is relatively recent history and it's not even out of the realm of possibility that they spoke English or they didn't speak English. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, not it's likely they didn't well obviously not like, like that english but i feel like just like like again it's a western movie so like if it was an actual european movie then fine because they totally could do that story right um but yes. i don't know i i guess i don't really care what i mean i do like watching foreign films and reading the subtitles i don't have a problem with all that but i don't think it has to be in the language that the story is representing especially if it takes place not that long ago unless the story just Unless they're speaking a bunch of different languages, because there's times where they were speaking different languages in the movie, but not that often. That's kind of cool, though. I like that. Yeah. Um. Um. I know. I. I just. It's just weird. Like, which is when they're speaking English, like when Daniel Craig is speaking English in like a Bella Russian accent. It's just weird. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's how they do it with most movies. They speak English in whatever the accent of the thing they're trying to portray, wherever country. Yeah, but that's, that, that's common. But that guy, no, but like Daniel Craig, like you can clearly tell that he's just not be- like Belarusian. Like I can, I, you can tell he's just like not that. I don't know. It just felt really apparent. Like the accent, I didn't really think was that good. 
yeah i can for me i just hear james bond when i hear him talk so but the yeah, other guy i, I can't know, remember it's... his guys the guy that played his brother since he is um somewhat russian i don't know if he's american or if he's russian American. Yeah, or you said he's like you said yeah he's actually russian or something i believe so i i don't really remember but um yeah his accent was fine but like daniel craig i mean it might just be placebo just because I, when I see him, I just see James Bond. Yeah. So maybe I'm just used to. I think it's, it's so the I, same for I, me. I know that that's you know it, it it's it's like when you see Daniel Radcliffe, you just see Harry Potter. You know, like he he can't be anything else. You know, right? Um, which I I mean I guess that's just kind of sucks for them because they can't really like Daniel Radcliffe is, didn't really find many uh, hits after uh, Harry Potter. You know. Yeah, and that's why I was saying when we were talking about Harry Potter, I didn't think he was that, I mean, not charismatic, but just I don't think he just brought an interesting dynamic to the character. And I guess right. if you read the book, right. it might be totally what you want. But I don't know, just him as an actor, I just never really got into the roles that he played. And I've watched a couple of movies like The Woman in Black or The Woman in Black. And then I, I, I still want to see the one where he pretends to be an undercover cop and a neo-Nazi kind of shit that one kind of looks interesting because i feel like that's a that's a way out there role for him and i'm wondering what he would do but i don't know oh what's that one? Oh, um swiss army man i want to watch that one where it's like his friend takes like like he plays the dead body of a friend and like but the body can still like talk it's really and like he just brings him to this island like it's a really bizarre concept yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm down to watch anything. You know I me. Mean? I just but I have. But do you know what I'm talking about? Like, are you familiar with that movie? No, I haven't ever heard of it. Okay, I think we might need to do that at some point. Um, but well, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. Obviously, we 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 disagreed about that about Daniel Radcliffe being Harry Potter. I think, like, uh, my criticism more so would be like how in the books, like you can clearly tell, like as the books got. Like in the, the later in the books, like he got a lot more mature, right? And you could tell Harry was like a man, yeah. right? And he was a lot more serious, you know. Um, but then, like in the, I mean, I'm not saying he's not serious in the later movie, but he still has just like that that blank expression, you know. Even in like the later movies, you know, I definitely could see the progression. I just didn't really, <laughs> I didn't enjoy him as the main character i felt like there were way more entertaining characters in harry potter like i don't think he should have been the main character but i guess that's just how he was written so i i feel like he probably just did the role well it's been a while i i kind of skimmed through the books so i don't even remember obviously people like the books are better blah 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 but um people always say that i know even if it's fucking uphill (laughs) rolling a ball uphill so i don't really give a shit but i just i i like the movies and they're part of my childhood but I can't really say I've watched too many of them back, really. And just, like, most movies in general I don't watch back. But, um, yeah, going back to this one, that's what I... Because, like, I I always always remember, like, oh, this is a good movie. It's a serious movie. It's well done. There's good action scenes, blah, blah, blah. I, I didn't remember all, like, the, the cheesy emotional stuff that they tried to do. That part was... I forgot when I was watching. I was like, it's crazy how over, I don't know, 10 years, we'll say, that you can totally have a changed perception from just oh because i haven't seen this in 10 years so it's crazy yeah. to think about oh, i know i know yeah because like you were probably like I mean, you're just a different person like everything well i was always cynical so i i kind of noticed that stuff back then but i i don't remember it being in this movie 
So I don't remember if I noticed it back then or if I just I just remember liking the movie. But overall, I still think it's a it's a decent movie. Or maybe because I just like the story, but it did have a lot of good it's quotes a in the movie, movie too. It it does, and I I really like the costume design. I think that's one of the best aspects of the movie. Like I, any character, like the stuff they're wearing, I'm like, mm, I like that. Even if it's just like simple peasant farmer clothes, I just I love like the that that eastern european kind of dress it, it's very it's very pleasing to me um it's about like i love the the russians uniforms those are really cool with those those furry hats and the those long bluish tealy grayish tent trench coats those just this looks so cool yeah the russians are coming for you man fucking <laughs> yeah um I think yeah, like as I as I said, I there's a lot of points where the music kicked in where it just the music was just uh, it just felt it was cheesy. Yeah, and and that's part of my problem with just the way they make movies in the Western world, or at least in this country. But I don't know. I I think overall, like the the story of it to me was always interesting because you don't really ever hear a story of rebellion like that from really any Jewish... Well, I, I'm trying to... Now that I say that, I'm trying to think of... I Actually, no, I can't. I can't think of any other, like, rebellion story involving Jews. You always just learn about all the atrocities and all the shit that happened to them for, you know, thousands of years, right? And people can right. make that parallel to the Israeli government now, but that's a whole can of worms and all that shit. Right. But, um, but yeah, I, right. I haven't heard, like, a legitimate story like that because I feel like... And they even touched on that part in the movie, and I... I can't when I watched it back I at some parts of it were kind of like a little cheesy but then the other parts it was almost or it was really a true reflection even though they're obviously telling a true story fictionalized but you know how the brother Zeus felt when he was fighting in the Russian army right so it's like um you know a Jew can't drink a Jew can't fight the only thing Jews are good for is dying yeah so I felt like right. that was a pretty realistic parallel because I am I I don't think I I don't think I know any like it, it per, especially like Jewish person that like everybody admires or just talks about with like positive attributes because mostly and that's just in general because like mostly everyone in Hollywood is Jewish or a lot of people in important positions are Jewish but no one like says like they want to aspire to be that person because they're Jewish you know what mm. I mean. I, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Because I feel like um, there's a lot of other things that it doesn't matter who you are. It matters where you're from, what your culture, your religion is. I feel like there's just innate respects that some people have. But I, besides like other Jewish people, I, I can't think of a, you know, a famous, I don't know. I might be completely off base here, but like, it's definitely not in popular culture. Even though a lot of, like I said, a lot of Jewish people do work in Hollywood and they write a lot of stories, but a lot of, besides being self-deprecating or about something completely else, I, I can't really think in the moment. Because I'm sure there are, but I just can't think of any. Jesus. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit more of a trickier subject. Um, I know. This is, this is, um. <laughs> Um, There's a bunch of well, I mean, because I think a lot of people are just confused about what Judaism is. Um, there's a great. Are, are you familiar with Maimonides? No. He was. He's like. Um, 
one of the great Jewish philosophers of, I believe, like the 14th or 15th century. Don't quote me on that. He was from Spain back when there was like all the Jews and Muslims living there. Yeah. Um, and he did a lot of like philosophical, philosophical and spiritual writings and stuff like that about Judaism. Um, and he's, he's like the quintessential, um, like medieval Jewish philosopher. Yeah, I mean, obviously those um, guys are out there, but I mean, like, like you'll go into schools, right, and like they'll have a quote from Confucius, you know, or right. Like, but but I'm like saying, that. like, like I don't have I can't. I, he's on that. He's on that caliber, though, is what I'm saying. Just in the the total mainstream, because I, I don't think I've learned because I've taken a oh, couple philosophy I mean, classes, and I I guess there's just way too many. <laughs> there's just too much fucking information everywhere. But I've never taken a specific. Um, because what what time for you said I, I you said it but I missed it what time frame was he in? Let me Google it. Or did you say it? I don't know. I fucking scattered tonight. <laughs> Jesus. I said it was um like fourteenth fifteenth. No, I was much earlier than that. Wow. No, it was the the twelfth century. Okay. Yeah. So I guess yes. that considers medieval philosophy. So I don't even think I know much medieval philosophy in general. I don't remember when. Obviously, besides the ancient Greeks and, you know, the 1800s guys, all the all the Brits and their economical philosophies and all that shit. Um, I don't really know much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that. Like, oh, and then like like the 17th century philosophy, like John Locke and Thomas Hobbes. You know, like we always yeah. learn about that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I'm making a school. very convoluted point. My whole entire thing was like. Stories like Defiance, I don't see that often. Like, like an admirable Jewish story that doesn't like involve some sort of victimization. Mm, I guess I is my point. Because obviously, the like you said, the, the fatal sin of this movie was the the forced draw of the emotional aspect of the sadness of the story. But other than that, like they were portrayed as badass characters, or at least you know fighting for survival. Whereas most Holocaust esque right. movies, yeah. it's always like painted. The Germans are evil and then the Jews are just helpless. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why um that's part of the reason why I'm I am not interested as much in World War Two as I am World War One, because World War Two is depicted like super black and white. Yeah. Right? And obviously like, yeah, the Nazis are evil, right? Like I'm not gonna deny that. But it's like it would be interesting to see a movie that would like not paint them as good guys, but that would be like Hey, you know, like they're human beings. They had good intentions. So, what are those good intentions? You know. Yeah. Um. Because obviously, like they thought they were doing good. I mean. Sh- yeah, but I, I mean, like I just think like we take for granted a lot of like, you know, like well, why is that bad, right? Because like, we can say that's bad, and like we lose nothing, right? Where it's like, because imagine if you were there, and you say that, and you you lose your life, you know. Well, I mean, you I just think it's it. You don't gain anything it's, by it's, saying it's, it. <laughs> Oh right, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's just, it. I just think it's it's important to take that into account. And I, I don't know. That's why I like more of the fictionalized aspects of World War Two, um, and just in well, oh, sorry, because I, I like the period, and I like the, like you said the clothes and the weapons and all that kind of style and the way they portray the landscapes and all that and the colors. So I enjoy it from that aspect. We have like the more I I agree, and I remember you mentioned that last night. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like most of those kind of all those war periods. Yeah, all the 
all the rustlings in Europe, but I don't know. I There's something well, about just like a... Because like it's not even a vengeance story. It's more of like a... Um, it's a survival. Yeah, it's survival, but it's like a, it's a very specific type of... Um, it's kind of like the Free State of Jones. Have you ever seen that movie? I know what that is. I haven't seen it. It kind of has this, and and I haven't seen that movie in forever. And I always, I thought it was a great movie. So it could be the same exact vein with this one. But basically, it was not wanting. You know, I think they're in Mississippi. They want to be their own state. And didn't want to be part of the North or the South. They had, you know, slaves fighting with them because they didn't agree with it and all that shit. But they also didn't agree with a lot of the stuff from the North and their tyrannical raids into the farms and all that shit. So that was it's empathizing to me because I. I feel like when I watch something that's not partial to both sides, it has its own sort of independent flair to it. I usually gravitate towards that in general and also just the people that are like that. Especially when um the dialogue when the old the old guy, the teacher, he was always talking politics with the other dude that was the the intellectual, the journalist or whatever the fuck he was. Um, saying like, you know, capitalism, communism, it's just <laughs> the little mustache fighting the big mustache. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like that. Um, um well, that's it, because like what you were saying, um, like in world war one, like most media about it, like it's not black and white because it's really not clear, you know, like who is good and who is bad. Whereas like in world war two, it's pretty obvious, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess it's it. I mean, it makes sense, right? Um, but in World War One, like really think about it, it's like who, what were the, like what were they fighting about? You know, it's confusing, and it's it's like thousands of years almost of just of conflicts building up, a bunch of different things, leaders, peoples, cultures. It's it's a lot. Yeah, I still think um, Germany had and God, man, I wish. I need to get back into reading shit. I used to. I don't. I almost had a fucking degree in this shit. Obviously, the the shooting of Archduke Ferdinand was the fucking, you know, the well, catalyst. Started everything, huh? Right. Yeah. Um. But I, I think Germany still was had a major hand in, you know, fucking shit up pretty early. Well, sure. Um, absolutely. But yeah, I don't. But know. um, I don't remember why we got he, dragged into the war. Oh, we know. Wait, did we? It's because they hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute before yeah, I it's, really it's dumb. Yeah, it's because the yeah, it's because they sank the the Lusitania. Okay, right. For a second, like I the, just I, I just had this like flash of like the U.S. wasn't in World War One. I. I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. Well, I I must say this as well. Like, I don't like the way that World War Two, like post World War Two, has like influenced our society and culture. Right, because it just it le- it led to the boomers, and is like the foundation of like everything wrong <laughs> with our society now. Um, and like I, I don't like the way it's influenced art. Um, th- yeah, any of that, I just think it it just kind of just kind of dulled it down and made it because like when you look at um, you know things like Star Wars or Marvel right they're very um well i hate to keep using black and white like they're very um one-dimensional 
yes and like there, there, there's not a lot of stakes right like you know the good guys are gonna win right like a bunch of like narrow victories um I mean, obviously there is the, the struggle and tension right to, to make it an interesting story right but it just led to just like the good guys beat the bad guys right in like everywhere <laughs> i think it's i don't know i mean if you i think because like you said like world war Two was not as or war, i mean world war Two is way more black and white than world war one right even though like you said like germany sinking the lusitania and invading belgium like they they still kind of had similar ambitions obviously without the all the fascist shit, although you could argue that they probably were the same type back then, but I, like I said, it's been forever since I've learned about it, but I don't know. I, I feel um, like it was, like you said, it was a very clear reason why World War Two happened. <laughs> exactly. So um, that's why, that's why it's just infinite, like World War One is infinitely more fascinating to me. Well, I think the other point you, you touched on last night was obviously the main point. It was, you know, the, the war to end all wars and everybody was so shocked and literally shell-shocked at all the new technology that we've created to help each other out in the business of death um yeah. especially the chemical warfare um, i can't imagine having experienced that for the first time in your life let alone the mortars and the machine guns yeah and that's why like just after it was over they everyone was like what did we just do you know yeah like what the hell did we just do you know, because it, it, it led to all of, like, those, like, just deformed, disfigured, like, mutilated soldiers with PTSD, right? Yeah. Um, Like, it just, it, there's just, it just made Europe broken, right? And, like, they had all the, the no man's land with all the dead bodies and everything. It was hell, I can imagine. And, like, World War, like, America didn't even really, like, all of the war was fought in Europe. Like, none of it, I don't think, was fought on U.S. soil. Yeah, the only thing, I mean, not really U.S. soil, but Pearl Harbor in World War II, other than the Civil War, is not really, I mean, obviously, you know, the 1800s further back, yeah, but yeah, no, America's pretty hard to attack geographically. Yeah, no, our <laughs> geography is so, so ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is hard to attack. I think um, World War II would have a different, like, and I, maybe probably not i'm making a false point but you know if the japanese you know planned a chemical attack i'm sure germany had other you know plans to invade something but i, I feel like if we ever had to you know defend a massive war and the homeland then that would be a different story i think los angeles was the target if i'm not mistaken but um, something like that you ever see the photos back then they give people like mickey mouse gas masks and they're really fucking creepy kind of cool at the same time because they're like, yeah no, they're anticipating they're anticipating it happen so or i don't know if they're anticipating if they're just scared that I, I can't remember but but there's a lot of weird shit that happened in world war ii that not many people know about obviously there's maybe in world war one too but like i said all the all the experiments that the nazis did um yeah and all the yeah. shit the japanese did that they don't publicly recognize maybe still to this day i'm not sure they, I don't know if they uh, just do the rape of Nan King. I don't know if that's publicly recognized yet. In the what is that? The Japanese. Um, I think this is World War Two. Let me make sure I'm getting my dates right. But basically, the soldiers went to China and they 
pretty much just fucking they called it the great rape of nan king so they just the soldiers just went ham on the locals but i think it was world war ii yeah nanjing massacre okay 1937 for six weeks so early on i yeah they uh i have a friend yeah what's up yeah mass rape looting arson obviously murder crazy so there are estimated to the consensus is 200,000 deaths, but it could range from 40 to 300,000. So, mm. but I don't know if they publicly recognize this yet, but they might. I, don't know. <laughs> I have a friend whose grandpa um, is, was a world war two veteran. And his dad told me that like, there were some people who, um, he, he knew that, um, like, they were captured by the Japanese, and the Japanese literally, like, cooked them and ate them. Yeah, I'm sure they did some really freaky shit to scare the POWs, and there was one where their dude, I think, this might be in Vietnam or Pol Pot, or it might be also World War Two, where they buried prisoners in the sand and see who can knock off their heads clean with a one swipe of a sword. Mm. Or just shit like that, but... Like when they're completely in the sand, but their head. I think so. Something along those lines. Or maybe they were just on their knees. I don't know. I keep thinking of random weird shit that happened during that time, and I can't remember specifically. But I don't know. I mean, obviously, you could say the greatest change known to man was the atomic bomb. That's probably... I can't think of anything more polarizing more than World War One, And then after that, I think the... The United Nations um, was was that after World War One, World War Two? I? I think it's after World War Two that they made the UN. Now, um, UN I think was after World War One. Was it? I want to say so. If they did. That was a massive failure. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of always been a mess. Yeah, it's never, and even to this day. Any, any United Global shit? Nah, that's stupid. And speaking of, I. I don't know if you follow current events, so we can kind of leave it there. You know the shit about the, the the pipeline that goes from somewhere in Scandinavia to Russia that got blown up. Maybe. So it was. This is. I mean, I think it's still pretty much going on. But back when the, I think it was a couple of months ago, when the whole Ukraine war, people were starting to freak out about it. The nudists was starting to cover it every day again. Um, discovering that this oil pipeline blew up, and no one knows who did it, but. Um, people speculate that it was our government that did it. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, I think I know. Yeah. So, because I don't know why it would, I mean, it would make sense for, you know, Russia to blow up their own pipeline to start some mass fucking, you know, escalation, but it also would make sense for our government to do the same too, just because we fucking hate the Russians so bad. But I just think it's funny that if that is true, that nobody in the government can never bitch about climate change or any sort of environmental thing ever again if they blew up a fucking oil pipe in the water. <laughs> yeah, right, because that's like a bet everyone loses. Yeah, so, I don't know, it just, when you, I mean, World War Two is more black and white, but I think it really is important because obviously history repeats itself. That's why you learn it. So we're going through similar shit today and, Obviously, no one knows who's the clear. I think it's it's a three-way tie of the worst superpowers dick-teasing. So us, China, the Chinese, and Russians. So I don't think there's one. I mean, obviously, Russia's 
probably the worst of them at the moment, but we definitely have our hands and all that kind of pie. So it's a little yeah. bit more covert than overt, but I don't know, man. I, I, I guess I stopped learning about war because it just, to me, it's just like, it's going to be reality really fucking soon. And it's just it's so unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, no, that, that, that is true. But, um, but yeah, going back to the uh, to the movie, um, the topic at hand. The topic at hand. The intended topic at hand. I don't know. I always the, the one thing I do like about these movies is I really try to put myself back in that time and try to figure out what I would do or what I would be or would I be the person that you know gets shot in the first ten minutes of the movie or would I make it halfway through or make it through the whole movie kind of thing. Yeah. So. I figured that, like, I would at least hang out until, like, the first, like, forest fight that they had. I feel like I'd probably die in one of those things, because every, everybody's shooting at you from everywhere, so it's almost luck. That's, um... There's actually something that I really loved about Last Samurai, and I didn't like in this... I didn't like the action. I didn't like the way it was filmed. Um... One other one part where they slowed the frame rate down, it was almost like it was in a dream-like state. Um, but, I mean, the majority of it was a shooter. Last Samurai was more hand-to-hand combat, so that's going to be more interesting than shootouts. Well, I just... I, that is for a point. Um, more so, I guess I'm referring to, like, the, the, the camera angles and, like, the techniques used. Uh, I, a big thing, not just about the action, about the movie in general... It just, it felt so unnecessarily claustrophobic. I didn't like how many, like, not close-ups, but everything was shot so, like, tightly. I'm like, can you just zoom out a little bit? I don't know. <laughs> like, like they never, pores. like... Right, I'm like, it, it, like, it's never opening anything. There's no establishing kind of environment shots. Like, uh, I'd like to see those, you know? Like, there's no grand... I mean, obviously, not everything needs to be grand, but there's no, like, openness, I guess. Which, that, you don't have to be open, right? Like, if, if you are going for claust- for claust- um, for claustrophobia, and, like, because, like, it's, like, it's like a horror movie, you know, right? Like, it's all about just that that feeling of, of unease, right? Right. Of enclosed, of enclosed spaces, right? But I just think that that wasn't really the intention here, and that's just the, it just... I think it just didn't really work. I didn't like how the movie looked. There were some parts where I was like, yeah, I like, okay, I like the color palette. I like the snow, and so that looks pretty. But for the most part, it just looked kind of dull. Well, if you think about it, I mean, it's, I mean, they probably were claustrophobic. They're in the dense forests, and they're also, like, attacking at night or during the day. It's not like they're just strolling through this vast countryside because they didn't want to be out in the open. So I feel like it makes sense, I guess. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I don't, I didn't get a feeling of unease. I got a feeling of, um, of like something was impending so it's like it's only a matter of time before everything just gets squeezed out right so that that sort of claustrophobia where you know they're going to get too many people they're going to eventually have to fight a force bigger than they're ready for kind of thing so like there's not there's never a sense of a break and I feel like they never really got a break the only break I felt like was when they uh, were celebrating the wedding, the wedding. Guess, yeah. yeah but then it was also which not everyone even went to go like got to go to yeah because they know? they Cause... they backed up those scenes with uh, the brothers who's fighting you know the germans so 
I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I feel like maybe that's I'm I'm not a cinematographer guy, but to me it would make sense if that's what they're going for because that's kind of the whole point of the story. Right. Um. That yeah, that does make sense. Um. But I just think that the way it was done. It just felt. It just like looks flat. Like it just. It, the movie had like like the way it looks. It just. It just felt like it didn't have much style going for it. I think it's because they, like the majority of it was shot in the woods. <laughs> it's kind of my same thing with um. Th- this is a totally different type of movie, but the and obviously this was. I don't know. People overhyped the shit out of it when I finally watched it. I was so pissed off because it was awful. It was the Blair Witch Project? Like the um the original one? Did they do a remake? I want to say they did. I think it's just called Blair Witch. Okay, well, yeah, the original one. Like, they shot it like a document. The whole entire movie is them walking through the fucking woods. <laughs> like, that's literally the whole right, movie, and like, minus the beginning part. But it's just And, like, the on. end, they see some shit, right? Or... It's, it's a fucking awful movie. And, like... From where, because I've I've talked to people. It's just a it's just a gimmick, right? It was, like, but the problem was like I I talked to people that are older than me. I was like, did you guys believe this was real back then? Because that's the way they marketed it back in the day to get you to go see it in theaters. They they portrayed it like it was a real story or something that actually they, happened. Yeah, they actually said it was real. I they didn't. I don't think they exclusively came out and said it was real. They didn't say anything. They just made it seem like um, people thought it wasn't until they watched the movie. Like before they saw it. In trailers, they thought it was an actual like documentary or like lost footage that was found because that's what they said in the beginning of the movie. They never said it was fictionalized, but I don't know how it was marketed. But apparently, people had the impression that it was semi-real at least. And then when they saw the movie, they're like, "What the fuck?" They're misled, I guess. But then I guess artistically misled or autistically, no matter your preference. I just thought it was fucking retarded. Like really, like this is what. (laughs) So. I've never seen it. Oh, done it. It's like fucking it. awful. Right. I even watched um, it outside on a movie screen projector near the woods because we were getting in the mood to fucking, you know, get scared and all that by the fire or whatever. And then it's just like, we're bored outside of a horror movie. That's so funny. <laughs> um, nice. So I think it was just the fact of like, yeah, they, they shot the majority of it in their little forest camp for the most part. Yeah, and then, but like, don't they say some shit at the end, or like, not, or it's not even like it's not even worth it. What? Like, don't they see the witch at the end, or they see like a hand or something? It's yeah, I fucking <laughs> like. I said, yeah, it's I just can tell dumb, you don't like this movie. It's just dumb. It's it's I don't like. I get the documentary style, like that's cool or whatever. And apparently, it was a style that you know movies thereafter just copied to death. Especially it's the mockumentary. So bad. I, I hate that style. Yeah. So I thought this was gonna be like the original one. Like, oh, this is kind of like this will be a cool story. But like, even the story was just like this is just dumb. Because <laughs> they tried. Like, the reason why it falls flat to me is like they tried to get actors to act like uninteresting regular people. So like you're watching this fake documentary about fake boring oh, I, people in this boring thought- town in Maryland. It fucking and then it takes the whole movie to find this goddamn piece of shit fucking witch and the whole movie is just like noises happening or like they find weird symbols in the woods like it's just 
I can't even describe it. It's like it, it feels like a school project. It's like an independent film high schoolers made. It was really stupid. Right. So like in that respect, it would have been awesome. But like because it's a mainstream, like triple A, so to speak, movie. Then yeah, the standards are. <laughs> What's the name of that? It's like they tried to make it real. Like they tried to make it seem like it was authentic, but they made it seem authentic by portraying the characters as like dumb fucking height. Like just the way they did it. Just they try to pray. They try to portray real life too realistically. It's like if if I made a shitty, you know, project for film school, and then some major, you know, fucking studio tried to copy that to the T. Because they wanted to tell it I like that. You. It just felt like that. It's just like I'm watching this fake convincing documentary that's not convincing. And the story is not even that interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, you're making it sound pretty bad. I, not desirable to watch. I dare you to watch it. I just, I want, I, I want you to watch it. I don't feel like it. I really I want you. Now that I know that you're such a fucking Nazi with movies, I really want you to watch it. All right. <laughs> Only on the podcast, though. I'm not just watching this on my own time. No, no, no. This is gonna. <laughs> this is for science. Well, we're gonna do it for the podcast, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Do it gonna... for the podcast, bro. <laughs> for... Do it for the podcast. God. Anything for the podcast. God. Yeah, this is where I fucking yeah. torture you. But um. But yeah, I don't know. I mean. As far as, like you said, I like going back to Defiance. I like the colors of the movie. Um, I didn't really get a sense of... Like I said, I, I don't really notice the cinematography that much unless it's really bad or I feel like it's really good. I feel like if it's a, you know, if it's tolerable or if I don't notice it, then it's fine. But... Right, like, it, it, it looks like a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> okay. it doesn't feel like yeah. it's shot weird to me, I guess, is what I'm saying, but... Um, my, like I said, like my only Bur- thing watching Birdemic it back was the, <laughs> what? Like Birdemic or something where it's like the cinematography, or like Sharknado where it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just the cinematography is so bad. Like I watched one called Llamageddon. It was like a killer llama horror movie. It was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I had like the pastor. Whole... <laughs> yeah. Right. That one. There's like a whole like collection of like all of those awful like like horror movies and like monster movies you know which one i actually like, unironically enjoy i don't know if you've seen this have you seen rubber no what i don't think i've heard of that what is that rubber <laughs> so i it's i usually don't like indie films and this movie is shot like an indie film but i actually kind of like it has some sort of charm to it i can't explain it but the storyline is incredibly retarded but they did it in such a serious way that it makes it enjoyable because, like, they didn't go out of their way to make it stupid. The premise is stupid, but the actual execution was serious, which is really funny. It's So Rubber is about a, uh, a sentient car tire that can make people spontaneously explode. So he's like a serial killer tire. <laughs> it sounds funny. retarded, but I, it's a fucking <laughs> great movie. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> because the way okay. that it's shot, it's it's very artistic. It's not like... You don't get a low-budget feeling from this movie. Okay, I'm willing to admit that I could be like, yeah, I like that about this movie. Yeah, like, and I also haven't seen this movie in forever, so I hope my words have some, you know, permanence in stone here. But 
I just remember being like, I don't want to watch this fucking stupid movie. Then like, this movie's actually not bad. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, like it, it 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 exceeds your expectations. Yeah, I was, and maybe that's because I liked it so much. But I, to me, like it's it is shot like an indie film. So like the pacing and the dialogue is strange, and there's not that much of it. They really rely on the scenery and just the it's it's shot in the desert. So it's like you know like the the emptiness and the weirdness of the desert. That's kind of the theme of the movie. Got you. So it's it's shot like that, but I, I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, are are there any other movies like that that like you thought you were you weren't gonna like, but then you did like? Oh yeah, there's tons. Um Fuck man, put me on the spot. There is one I can't remember what it, I'm not even gonna go into because I can't even remember the full explanation of it. But yeah, there are a lot of movies that are like that, and I feel like those are the best. That I go into a movie like, oh this is gonna suck, and then I really enjoy it. And a lot of the the B rated horror films are kind of like that. Um, man, I, I really wish I'm I'm blanking here. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is another one that I thought was gonna be awful, but I really like that movie. I know you didn't want to watch I mean, it because it's not, <laughs> but again, it was kind of the same premise. It was it was not really a low budget film. It was actually kind of a creative film the way that they did the special effects because a lot of it was hands on because it was done in the eighties. Um, so it wasn't like cheap CGI. Eh, you know what? We can watch that. <laughs> so a lot if, of those type if, of movies, if, yeah. If you think there's that much to it, I'll watch it. I think there's more to Rubber than there is to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, only because like the story, I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen both of them in a while, so I'm I'm really trying to have a battle with myself. I really want to pretend to defend one movie over the other because they're both stupid premises. Like, so watching them back, I I can't remember which one would be a better movie. But Rubber is is a more serious movie, if that makes sense. I I can't explain it. <laughs> I can. Oh, do you like the Dark Crystal? Have you seen that? Oh, sounds familiar. What's that about? It's so it's the Jim Henson movie with all the puppets and stuff, and it's in like it's uh, like it, it created like it's like it's a, its own oh, universe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that and it's, a long time. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. really creepy, yeah. like the stuff in it, and but the design of like the birds and all the things, like despite the main characters being like really boring. Yeah, everything outside of that, like I love the the birds and all that stuff and like those those weird looking things with like the long wing stilt uh things for limbs i thought that was really cool yeah i saw that when i was very young and i remember i don't remember the storyline but i remember being simultaneously very infatuated with how everything looked and how cool and unique and never seen anything like this before it was and then also how kind of almost like i don't know if you get that feeling when you're a kid where you're very interested in things that make you kind of uncomfortable did you ever get that way? Yeah, in a, in a sense. Like, yeah. I remember in... Have you seen The NeverEnding Story? Uh, yeah, uh, sounds familiar, maybe. Yeah, that... Um, that movie had some really creepy stuff in it, which I thought was cool. Or, like, it, it interests me. What was it when about? When I was a little kid. Oh, it is, so it's about this kid, I think, like, he moves away, but then he goes to, I don't remember how he goes, but, like, he goes to, like, he flies on that, like, that dragon thingy. Oh, like the white dog-looking dragon thing? Yeah, and then yeah. he goes to the wherever the fantasy land is, and then 
he meets like that kind of Indian boy and then like the other girl and then there's like the big turtle, the wolf thingy that's chasing the Indian guy and and all this stuff like yeah, I I never it's got saw a lot it. of it's got a lot of like dark imagery in it. Yeah, and I Lots um, of, I yeah. I liked Lots. the darker imagery stuff as a kid, but I never really saw that movie. Um I don't know, like I I I think it's because this is the inverse of like even if it's a bad story, I just love the creativity of this kind of stuff or like I said the the way they do the art or the costumes or the setting. Um because I think like that shit's not easy to do, and none of this is easy to do. Which is funny, we're just chalking it down to personal preferences. Because it, you know, I've never right. besides music, I've never created something that I've devoted years of my life to. We boiled down to a couple minutes, but um, stuff like the Dark Crystal, I like that. I feel like that era is kind of gone. I feel like everything looks the same now, or at least most things look like iterations of other things. Right, like we're not gonna have that that same kind of like unique universe again yeah and which is i mean i don't know if that's just the slave of time because the you know the more shit <laughs> the more stuff and the amount of people that are able to create just keeps going up as the years go by so um but i think just learning different cultures and watching different types of um movies and shows and music from other places is more of a help because i feel like i've seen all i need to see in movies that are made in America. I feel like most of them are the fucking same. I haven't really been excited to watch any movie in, I don't know, fucking five years, maybe. I used to be excited to go see movies or really want to see a movie for the story or same thing with books. But these days it's just like, Oh, I hope this isn't shitty. That's how I think about it. I'm not excited to see it. It's like, Oh, I hope I didn't waste my money on this or, Oh, I hope this is good. Just waste my time. <laughs> the last time that happened was the Northman. I, I liked that movie and I watched it again. I didn't like it the second time I watched it. Really? Yeah, it was just okay. I, the the pacing of it was really fucking weird. Like it reminded me of um King Arthur, but I liked the fast pace of King Arthur better. If you ever saw that one, the soundtrack was really good no, on the movie I, too. With a uh, Tom, I, I think know, Tom Hardy was in it. Yeah, I think he was. Like it was. Who's that main? Who's the main actor's name? Um, like Charlie. What what is his name? Uh Lincoln like I don't know. Charlie Duff or uh, Charlie Duff. That's not it. It's called oh. <laughs> trying to say Charlie Sheen and Hillary Duff. No. King Arthur, yeah. I think it's Tom Hardy is the main see. character, if I'm not mistaken. Oh Char Charlie Hunnam, that's his name. Oh Charlie he... Hunnam. Yeah. I'm trying to see. I don't remember what he looks like. Oh, he was the main guy. I thought it was Tom Hardy. Never mind. Yeah, they all look the same. He he does he look like a, Tom Hardy. <laughs> he bit. looks a lot like him. Yeah. Oh, Jude Law is actually in this movie. Jude Law played yeah, in is, this. I... Um, have you ever seen the movie Sky Captain and the something of tomorrow? Have you ever seen that movie? Did I ever talk about no, it? No, I don't. I don't think you have. So Jude Law, and this was like a. Uh, um it's it's almost placed like a world war ii sin city type of vibe is very you know it plays takes place in new york city and he's like this fictional hero 
and basically this evil dictator was making these robots that he was trying to control the world with so it was almost like a old not comic book style but it was a real life live action but it was um it was kind of like an homage to the movies back in the day where it was a very you know cheesy kind of villain if you were to watch a movie back in that time and you have like your heroic hero to save the day and he was like a spitfire pilot or not spitfire but some world war ii plane pilot and he would just get called because he was part of the secret organization that tries to hunt the bad guys kind of thing but it was really cool the way that they shot the movie and all like the the technology and the planes and the robots and stuff like that it was a great movie um interesting oh that reminds me have you seen the running man with arnold in it no i haven't or I might. Do have. you know what the? Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe. What's that one? It's it's really um. So it's about this guy who is falsely imprisoned, and is falsely accused for like a crime he didn't commit, and it's posted all over like the media. Like it it shows in the beginning what actually happened, and then you see how the media depicts what happens and how they edit certain things to look like something happened right oh yeah yeah yeah. so then he's in prison right and they show and but then the running man is like their annual contest that people bet on where they take the prisoners and they get to compete in the game and i want to say like the the guy who wins gets to go free or something like that but it it's like just it's like a big kind of contest thing um i have i've seen a long ass time ago I, his movies are always hit or miss to me. Jingle all the way. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. I love Terminator. I love... Um, what else is he in? He's in the original yeah, Predator. Oh, yeah. That's right. I love that one. But what else is he in? I'm trying to remember. He's in a fucking kindergarten cop. That's probably his worst movie. I have not seen that. <laughs> fucking awful. I don't know if uh, that's worth seeing. Probably not. Wait, I can't... I'm blanking on what Arnold is in. Hold on. I do think Terminator is his best. Like, it just, it fits him so well. Yeah. He, I don't know, like... Again, he's one of those people that just got really famous for no fucking reason. <laughs> like, I feel like if he didn't do Terminator, if that wasn't such a huge blockbuster movie, he would not... I mean, he was he was already famous from, like, the, the bodybuilding... You know, he's already famous. I'm saying just his, like, the amount of dumb shit that he did for roles and just, like, the amount of quotable, like, stuff that he was in for movies. I think if he didn't do Terminator, then he probably wouldn't have as long as a career as he had. And and he might have still ran for a governor of California, but I don't know. Oh, um, he did Commando. Oh, that's right. I haven't I seen that, Commando. but I, that was, I, I didn't like it. it. was it was kind of just it reminded me of a fucking um Steven Seagal action movie. And I don't know if you know this about me. I fucking hate Steven Seagal and just as an actor, as a person, just his entire I have never I've never seen any of his movies, so I don't oh, know anything about him. Fucking dude. Just go watch Tom Segura's comedy special about fucking Steven Seagal and you that's all you need to know about him. He's just awful he's just a fraud and he just he's one of those he's the stereotypical actor that thinks he's actually good at a lot of things in real life when he's not he's such oh god dude i i can go on for fucking hours i I just can't stand him in general 
in anything. I got you. And that's what Commando reminded me of was a fucking Steven Seagal movie. But nice. On the other aspect of that kind of like, you know, over the top ridiculousness, one of my favorite movies of all time is the remake of Mad Max. Uh, Fury Road. Yeah, I fucking love that movie for some reason. I don't like that movie Why? as much as... No, 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 no. I like the movie. I didn't finish my sentence. I don't like that movie as much as I thought I should have liked it. It just felt like it had everything going for it. I, just, I don't know, something about it. I just felt like kind of dragged later in the movie. But like, other than that, no, I think the action is awesome. I love that aesthetic, like that this that wasteland like there's no civilization anymore yeah and there's the costumes and just how it was nuts like there's just that guy playing guitar yeah he's on top of the fuck he's like on like suspension he's just playing guitar on top of the fucking car and there's loudspeakers and there's people drumming and shit i watched it with my dad he thought that was just the dumbest shit ever (laughs) but no (laughs) that i thought was was awesome yeah i loved like the all of just like the, those chase scene. I mean, I know the whole movie is just like a big chase scene, but like, man, that was some awesome shit. And like this, the cinematography with like all those the dust storms and like the way it showed the yeah, the vast like dunes was really cool. Yeah, see, that's and that to me, and I think is what I would call an example of a really beautifully shot movie, very creative movie. Obviously, like exactly because like you can take exactly. something as empty as a fucking wasteland but you make it so creative in the way you do everything and that's part of the reason why i hated dune the new i cannot get into dune because i is lo- it does it it doesn't look beautiful in that sense like it just looks kind of dull and it kind of does it, it's dull like i don't know if it's the colors or like i also hate the story too i think the story's fucking boring there's no interesting characters and and the same thing with the book i remember i had a fucking ex and I, I was telling her the same thing where it's like I, I can't get into books and she was trying to get me back into reading so she made me read Dune. I literally couldn't get past the second page. I was like, this is fucking boring. They're already making up words that I have to know what they mean because they're specific to the story. <laughs> it's just like I don't want to fucking put any brain power to memorizing. It's like I just – I can't get into Dune. It sounds like a story I'd like but it's just the, – the movie was really fucking boring. It was way too long. Whereas Mad – That's cool. I – I like all the promotional material for it. I bought the DVD. I never watched it yet. Yeah, like um, the way they the way they marketed it and the way they portrayed everything. I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool. Like, I know I could. Looks like a good movie. Like, I love the costumes. It's, yeah, no, I I mean I haven't seen it yet, and I love the director. The director is fantastic. Honestly, the worst part's um, the dialogue. Like, it's just fucking. It... I believe you told me that at one point. It's like know. the young adult dialogue. <laughs> It's like right, worse. It's worse mo- than the Hunger Games, pretty much. But like the way I see from like the promotion, which it just looks like it's so much. Like it's beyond that. It doesn't. I, I mean, that's just me. Hopeful. I don't know. What's I'll, it? I'll, 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 what's up? Well, I was just gonna say like the difference between Dune and Mad Max is Dune is just like okay, I can't get into this story. This is just a movie. But when I watch Mad Max, it's like I see all this ridiculous shit, and I want to be in the movie. Like I want to be there where they're at. Especially how they made like the home base look, the massive cliffs yeah. and waterfalls, and all the people moving around and shit with the wheels. But yeah, and the, <coughs> the costume design, yeah, all those like minion guys and like that king, he looked so. I loved that he looked how he had that like kind of 
respirator on. Yeah. That was awesome. And the action like, was just, really cool in every scene that they did. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was. The other thing too, there's the this is the really fucking dumb, but I don't know why. Like the the symbol where they do like the V eight where they put their hands together, so it's like eight fingers in the shape of a V. <laughs> It's just like it's such a simple concept. Also, it's like who the fuck would, would take the time to think about doing something like that? Yeah. <laughs> or like they would spray the fucking like chrome spray paint on their mouth to get them crazy into battle mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah no like that stuff I love all that yeah where like it or like kind of like a Spirited Away does where it just literally it doesn't sp- explain anything yeah it, it just, just kind of just shows you and you're like huh i wonder what this is like it doesn't like the 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 chemicals from the me- metallic paint bind to form and i'm like yeah just show me the guy spraying the other guy's face with this paint i'll just roll with it okay yeah and <laughs> i think that's another cardinal sin with dune is because they didn't oh, does it does they it just do that tried, yeah and that's why i couldn't get into the book because they just forced all this sci-fi language that they made up that you have to follow and the same thing in the movie they just they over explained everything every single aspect they explained as opposed to sh- like it's just like they tried like they tried to everybody's trying to do the harry potter thing they're trying to force a universe onto you and it just doesn't work or Star Wars, or whatever you know, popular universe you can think of. Everybody's trying to copy that, so they can fucking do the Marvel thing and make shitty movies for twenty fucking years. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think Star Wars was like the first one of those. Or probably Tolkien. I'd say Tolkien is probably the first. Although the movies didn't come out till later, but just like as a as a as a universe and a story, probably right. Oh yeah, that that's true. Tol- Tolkien he started that that concept of like there's there's more to like there's more works of the story within this book I wrote outside of this book and stuff like that, and I'm gonna flesh out this whole entire world and history and everything. Yeah, I got yeah, you're right in that sense. Um, and I guess Lovecraft I was, was only... the father of all science fiction. Right, and they were like read. I, I never read anything. I was I didn't really care enough to. I didn't either. Sorry, <laughs> I'm tired. Well, if you didn't start so fucking late. I know, but I was tired pretty much. Like, there's nothing much I could do. I get it, work. man. It's been a long week. It's been a long it fucking has. week. But, um. But yeah, I mean, original movies are hard to fucking do, and just oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's just, I mean, especially the way stuff works now. Like, who is going to see? Like, it just, it doesn't work at all. Yeah, and I found my, I find myself, what you know, obviously shows dominate, especially, you know, COVID. Oh, yeah, like, it just, it really took over, because it's, like, right, because, like, movies, like, make less and less money as it is, so it's, like, why would you even roll the dice, whereas, like, you could, you just have to keep playing safe and safe and safe. Yeah, and I remember back in the day when uh, Hulu used to be free, and you could watch it with ads, and, no. like, I I would watch 
so much cool shit like shows i've never seen before and all the shows i was not allowed to watch that came on a specific time on tv i could just watch it wherever i wanted on my laptop so all the south park king of the hill all that shit that you know i couldn't watch as a kid i could just like i have the power the autonomy like hulu felt like it was the first autonomous thing i could watch besides youtube of shit i wasn't supposed to (laughs) youtube is the original though in that respect dude i remember people show me because back i don't know do you remember i'm I'm trying to i'm blanking on it's always weird talking to people younger than me because i'm always used to talk to people older than me and they're always just like i don't understand your generation and did you have this when you were younger but this back when youtube was first starting and you could what like they didn't monitor it as much as they do now but like you could see some pretty you can see motherfuckers cutting their heads off you know and shit on youtube when was this Oh, this is like 2006 to like 10, maybe. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Oh, right. I mean, that makes sense. It's harder to mo- like moderate all that stuff. Yeah. But like people said some pretty or people showed some pretty insane shit. There's like a, a girl that like ate her own tampon or like fucked a dog. It was, it was fucking crazy in the wild, wild, wild west Man. of the web. But um <laughs> Yeah, I remember my my I had older a bunch of older friends in the neighborhood and they always would show me the fucking like the weirdest shit that I like I felt uncomfortable because I knew I was gonna get in trouble for watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know that feeling. Or uh you're too young to fucking go through this trauma of like showing like two girls one cup or one guy one jar, all that bullshit. Yeah, I don't know what that is. God dude. I'm uncultured, Jason. Well, this is not bad stuff to be uncultured from because it's fucking gross. Right, there, <laughs> it's fucking yeah, really gross. <laughs> There's good stuff to be uncultured from. And sure. it blows my mind because like I, you know, like me as a 16-year-old, I would not show a 12-year-old like a, a fucking dude sticking a jar up his ass. Like I would not like – you. Is that what he does? Yeah, and he breaks it. There's uh, all, yeah, there's also the Pain Olympics too. But yeah, two. I mean, obviously, you know, two girls in one cup is right. Uh, no. <laughs> God, it's like two girls shitting in a cup and like sharing it, and, like eating it, and, sh- <laughs> and they're forced to eat it. Man. Yeah, dude, it was really gross, fucking shit. Or the the one I saw was like cartel members cutting people's heads off with chainsaws and shit. So it was basically like just. Any of the other, like, fucked up stuff you could see on the internet? Yeah, the most depraved thing you can think of and, like, older kids showing me because I thought it was cool. So, it's like, when I was 16, I would not show a fucking, like, like I said, 12-year-old, all that bullshit. Like, for what reason? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, you could probably catch a charge like that these days and fuck around with minors. Uh, Yeah, that's fuck. Exactly. Oh, my mom was so pissed. I remember, um, I, I, I can't remember how young I was, but one of my... Because, like I said, I hang out with all the older kids in my neighborhood. And one of them dared me to ask my mom what a blowjob was. And so I went – I don't remember this. My mom told me this. I, I have no memory of this. So I, apparently I, I went and I asked her for one because they told me to ask her for one. And so she was like, who the fuck told you that? And I told him and, like, she, like, grabs my arm and marches me down to the fucking cul-de-sac and starts screaming at all the other kids. Oh, wait. You, you, didn't, you didn't know what it was? Apparently not. I was really, I don't even remember this happened. I, I must have been like seven or eight or something or nine. My mom would let me play in the, because like the cul-de-sac was near our house. So like all the neighborhood kids would just go play in the cul-de-sac and the, the parents would kind of like loosely watch them and shit. You know, kids do. Right. 
That's funny, man. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like I, I just can't imagine doing that shit to younger kids now. Like you can get so much fucking trouble. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. I uh. I remember videos on YouTube could only be like 15 minutes long. Like you couldn't do anything past that. I don't remember that. Is that the case? I wonder how much. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Like they could only be 15 minutes long. That might have been true. I, just, I don't. For some reason, I don't remember that. I remember um, it took fucking ever to upload the shit. So like it just took way too much data or not data, like way too much storage. It's kind of like the same premise where you try to text somebody a picture. It's too fucking massive and they don't know how to do it without severely compressing the shit out of it. So I think that might have been the reason because 15 minutes was, I guess, too much. I don't know. For their servers to handle. But... Could have been. I wonder how much that changed the YouTube culture. Like, being able to make videos longer than 15 minutes. I don't know, but I remember watching really stupid um, skits that people will do remember the you did you have the skit era like nigahiga and all that shit or uh i like I, I really like nigahiga um shane dawson's annoying but he used to um, do skits back in the day he didn't like commentate or did like whatever the fuck i don't even know what he does now but he used no, to make I, like, really I, cringy I, skits yeah but i never thought he was funny i didn't Whereas, either like, but he was like there's only a couple shit to watch on youtube like whatever was trending is what you watched unless you wanted to search up shit that your friends made or whatever because like you actually like viewed the homepage. i don't think it like i don't think they had an algorithm to track what you watched to recommend you new shit like they do now i'm pretty sure you just watched what the most popular thing was and i think ray william johnson was the first i would say youtube viral celebrity maybe we're moving Smosh. I can't remember, but like you that can era. Make the case, um, yeah, I know that era of YouTube. Um, or or like um, what is oh, oh X Jaws? That was like that first big like Call of Duty YouTuber. I don't remember X Jaws. I remember um, was it? I can't remember. Was Machinima? Because that was Halo. Machinima did Red versus Blue, the Halo. Shit. I want to say so. Yeah. But there was where it has like fifteen seasons of that. <laughs> yeah, it was really stupid. I used to watch. Never, um, yeah. there's a guy. He used to make RuneScape skits. He would like play the game, and he would just make really stupid stories on RuneScape. I watched the shit out of those. Um, what else was there, man? There was so much fucking bullshit on YouTube. I was just watching, like obviously the animators, all the weird animations that people would make on YouTube. I watched all those too. All this bunch of shit. Fred. I did watch Fred. I saw all the movies too. <laughs> I don't know why. I always thought Fred was annoying, but I couldn't stop watching. Like there's just it kept me just actually, enough entertained. I yeah, I don't have bad memories of Fred. I, I remember Fred being pretty funny. I which which was weird, I never thought he was funny. I just thought he was like, This is so stupid, but I could not stop watching. I saw all the movies. I was like, oh, God, another Fred movie, and I watched all of them. <laughs> I heard, like, so, like one of the movies got, like, really experimental, and, like, Fred had, like, visions of, like, like these people were turning into bugs or something and, like, eating him. Yeah, I think that was the last one. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds interesting. I want to watch that. But, but yeah, I, I think, like, there's a certain... 
because I, I the reason I think why I liked it as a kid and why I liked a lot of those YouTube or um, shorts in general was because they all had that sense of your parents aren't around and you're creating your own universe. So like you got to watch what other people's universes were kind of things so, like a good way to look at yeah so i like when people would make up like the animations or the stories or like like fred he was just a guy that he would make up a whole storyline of stuff that didn't happen but it was him by himself mostly going around to different places um just doing random shit so it's like i think i could get like relate to it on that aspect of just you know going out and doing my own little adventures yeah uh but uh, i feel like it was a really weird time to grow up <laughs> it is i mean look at where we're at now and what it's done to us <laughs> fuck man we're so goddamn fucked but it was fun back yeah. then i'm not gonna lie yeah. thank you fred <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does he even do now he probably he probably makes music or he's a vlogger now or some dumb shit what is he like like lucas or whatever is his name i think it's yeah lucas crenshaw that's his name i don't know why i remember his see... name but... okay fred figglehorn <laughs> right now Okay, he's portrayed by Luke. Yeah, Lucas Crinkshack. It's Crenshaw. It's not. Crinkshank. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's his actual name. What the? F- oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is Crinkshack. You're right. I don't know why I thought it was Crenshaw. Oh, Lucas Crinkshack. He's 29. Okay. I thought he was older than that. For some reason, I thought he would have been older than that. I don't remember. I always thought he was around our same age when I was a kid. You always think that like all the older people or teenagers are your age. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. So, like you're watching Disney man, Channel at twelve. You're like, yo, I'm gonna look like that in three years. <laughs> like, no, no you're not. <laughs> nah. Well, yeah, because they're all like twenty. Yeah, I remember being so excited to go to high school because, like, dude, I'm gonna fucking be so cool. I'm gonna do all this cool shit. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna have this spiked hair and play instrument. Like, no, you're fucking, <laughs> no, no. I don't have a stylist in high school. I'm gonna be my. I, I just assumed I was automatically gonna develop a style in high school. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I kind of I hate about TV and movies is that it just completely like just distorts our reality and puts us into the cave like literally it puts us into plato's cave you know to an extent. i honestly don't have a problem not, because i understand that not, as an not adult. completely but right not completely like i said but i feel like the adults that don't go out of the cave they they expect real life to mimic you know entertainment they're fucking retarded but as a kid you grow you kind of have to grow out of that you understand what's reality and what's not and you escape with your entertainment. You don't fucking make it your personality. Right. But I think a lot of people just really confuse that. Yeah, Because it's know. like... Never grew up, I guess. Right, and I'm also I'm like, TV still at the end of the day is not real life. No, it never was ever like... And this is obviously the media is doing a better job at that, creating a false fucking sense of reality. But I, I never understood why people were so quick to blame entertainment. I never want, like, looking back as an adult, when I watch this shit now, especially having, like, the understanding, like, it's not supposed to reflect real life. All the scenarios and all the sitcoms were ridiculous. They weren't supposed, like, they're supposed to be absurd. Why could you watch that as an adult and feel like, oh, this is going to be influencing to kids when they grow up? It's like, no, like, (laughs) unless they're brain dead, like most people are. 
not like those crazy situations like you're talking about more so I'm, I'm just talking about like just the way that like it depicts like relationships and like yeah the but they're way, all ridiculous yeah. they're obviously some Not of them had always. messages and they they try to implant serious messages messages but like who the fuck has an hour to you know wake up and go on an adventure before you have to go to school like obviously it's not meant to be fucking real you know what i mean like it's supposed to like not everything is a as a dialogue there's no time to rest you know what i mean like it's it's not supposed to represent real life it's supposed to be an absurd escaped version of real life it's like, you know, right. like um, Malcolm in the middle. Like, that's not supposed to represent real life. Right. But I think, well, not all of them are, like, obviously just outlandish. But I I still think that just the over-presence of it, I guess, is something that needs to be taken to account. I think the biggest problem um, this was this is more for like the the whole violent video games and the violent music you know blamed for Columbine or whatever fucking atrocity well, I, right? Well, I I wouldn't really I wouldn't be quick to blame that. No, but that was um, the I mean, that was could, the biggest thing back in the day. Like you could you can make the case. No, I like mean, that was that was real. Like the news, like they basically said like. Well, I know they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, not, but what I'm saying is like it's the same sort of par- it's but it's the same parallel because. You look at something like if you're a well-adjusted person, you can fucking view all that shit and still have a sense of ground, right? If you're unstable or you're fucking mouth breather, then you get lost in the entertainment and then you conflict it with real life and then that causes problems with your real life relationships. Like when I when I the one thing I do remember as a kid when I was watching all that shit, I was I was excited to like be that, but I knew that it wasn't fucking real. The way they portrayed, like I never thought it was real life. I just assumed that this is an iteration of what would happen to me when I reached that age. But obviously, you know, no. <laughs> yeah, no. But no, I, I didn't okay, think all I, that shit was I, gonna I happen to me. At. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was influenced by like the clothes and the culture and all that shit. And like, oh, I would be this cool when I'm in high school. I didn't think like stuff on sitcoms would happen to me when I grow up. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have a distorted sense of reality. Okay. Even as okay, a kid. I guess in that way, you're right. Yeah, yeah so that's why I, I don't buy this premise that, like, oh, it's so easy to get lost in the media. It's like, just fucking have some sort of self-discipline or don't ban the shit. Explain, like I said, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more for explaining. So, you know, if you tell your kids not to do something, if you can't explain why, then you probably should just not fucking, you know, make it a rule in the first place. You know what I mean? Unless there's inherent harm that something causes. Like, you know, if I let my kid watch the Disney Channel, right? And they're, you know, they're putting some bullshit pandering message. I'm not going to not let my kid watch that. Because, like, if I ban it, then it's just going to be more fucking interesting. And, like, oh, why'd you ban it? Like, well, I don't agree with the messaging. Well, like, why don't you agree with the messaging? Then we can fucking talk about it, right? So it's like, I don't see well, if the... You have a, if, if, if you have a legitimate, like you said, if, if you know how to answer their question, obviously, yeah. And, like, that's the parenting decision you want to make. That's I. That's great, right? But like you said, like if you're not sure, then hmm, you know maybe you should rethink about. You know, well, it's like you um, know, like like playing dress up, right? So it's like if you honestly believe you're a fucking Viking or a witch or whatever the fuck, then yeah, you probably well, shouldn't that, play dress up. You, I mean, you'll grow out of that. It's just that's. A but phase. some people don't. Like that's what I'm saying. So some people will just go their whole lives because they don't have a personality that they've created, so they have to latch on to entertainment, and that's how their sense of reality gets distorted. So it's like if right, I can that, tell my kid, I has guess a that problem. that's 
that's more what I was getting at with like the way it just kind of it is like made a net like like how do I say like the our lives are at like a net worse I guess <laughs> overall <laughs> because of that. But like again, it's the same. And obviously, my objective answer to this question I'm about to pose is, you know, who's more at fault? Obviously, if you're preying on a very specific type of the demographic that you're trying to exploit, then yeah, it should be more of your fault. But if you're trying to make something that's outlandish just for entertainment purposes, and you get demonized because people can't handle that, you know, whose fault really is that more? Because obviously, there's things that are more exploitative in nature. But it, like, I don't know. It's just I, I hate the concept that we're so malleable that we can't handle a fake portrayal of something's you know what I mean? So it's it's one thing if it's propaganda. That's like, a fair point. Like if you're yeah. if you're taught like clear propaganda in schools, that's different because that's meant to simulate real life when it's not. But if you can't look at something that's not real, that's not trying to be real, and you can't decipher between those two, then you probably need more, you know, counseling and discipline in your life than, you know, watching a fucking TV show or a movie. Like you need to do some fucking work. Like you're probably yeah, not stable in your um, other relationships or a job or anything. Right. Yeah. That's, that's like my biggest problem I have with universities. It's like, it's not that they're left wing, right? That's whatever. But the problem is like they pride universities pride themselves on like, you know, we're not teaching you how to think we're, we're, we're giving you the tools to, to, to think for yourself. Right. But that's not what they do. Because they just force people to believe in all of these these nonsensical ideas or whatever. They force you to believe even if you like you think that these ideas are, are good, bad, true, false, whatever, they literally just like force you to believe in these ideas without even like showing the other side of the argument, you know? Because it's like and and then they and then in turn give the student like, you know, like teach them how to think about this and how to like analyze something and make a conclusion on your own right they don't do that that that's what universities used to do right and that's what they used to be great at doing i'm sure but like now it's just it's not the and it's like 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 i said it's not that they are saying these things that i personally don't agree with based you know on based on my religious observation and whatnot it's just the problem that they're not giving people who do believe in things that that I do or have a certain outlook on life as I do a chance, right? That that's how I see it. Here's the thing though, and I and obviously this is going to be very I think the the topic of universities is really boils down to what school you go to and what your degree is in because I I have to say and I've taken a lot of classes at community college and I've taken a lot of, cause I've changed my major a million fucking times before I dropped out. I've taken a shit ton of classes and I did all of them part time. So I always did uh, fall, winter, spring and summer, whatever. I did all the semesters cause like I, I couldn't afford to just take a break. I took, you know, two, but I took a bunch of different classes and I can't think of a class where I took and it was obviously like you could tell like most of the people in the class were probably left leaning more so than you know the rest of them but i took a lot of business classes i took economics classes and a lot of those were pretty neutral and i would probably guess that the majority of the professors were at least more conservative in those type of degrees but 
I had one professor that was more left-leaning as a, he was a zoology teacher, but like it never went down to like personal discussions. It was always just whatever the curriculum that you're learning. So like I never took, you know, a highly specialized English class or a gender studies or anything where those types of discussions would come up. Obviously like that matter kind of comes in, especially with world, I took world business. So like we were talking about the different government structures and economic structures of different countries and people have their ideas and we would do like little debates, but it was never taught that way. We always just learned about, you know, especially in economics. It was never like a capitalism versus communism thing. It was just like we learned like specific models of shit. Right. So I think it just depends on where you go and, you know, what your degree is. And obviously, if you get a useless liberal arts degree, that yeah, that's all the shit you're going to talk about all fucking day because there's nothing else useful to learn. But you know, if you take any sort of science, any sort of business, math, engineering, whatever, like a lot of that stuff is not even discussed in the classroom. So well, the problem is like not like most people like it's just like they're getting less and less of those degrees and more of the stuff that's bullshit. It doesn't matter. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not the university's fault. That's just the people that fucking go there. And also it's affected like they don't get punished for because I remember and I don't know if this is like I said, from when I went to college, it seems like nobody really gave a shit. Nobody was ultra sensitive in any of my classes. Like people would have disagreements, but it never got like racial or anything like that. Obviously, people. Well, I really think um, also you went to Nova, right? I went to Nova first and then I went to George Mason. But. Even what? even so, I just I feel like the experience would be much different, like a state college, because like those two. Well, Mason are much is a state college. And... Mason's not a Mason is a state college. Well, I'm I, you know what I mean though, like those big like football schools and and whatnot. Mason is a basketball school. I don't know your point. All right, so I guess here's my um, point. My point is it depends on like what degree. I guess hold on, let me finish what I was saying before. What I'm saying before is like when I was in before I got to college, I remember our teachers were saying we're not allowed to discuss our political opinion. We're supposed to present information in a neutral, unbiased way, right? And then you can engage in discussion as long as it's civil. That's kind of been really the theme. But I think nowadays the problem is they don't give a shit about people having political opinions so they won't fire professors that do that shit like obviously they'll and it's i i've never had a really major left-leaning teacher professor or really major right-leaning professor and they probably have that's how they were in their personal lives but they've never kind of brought that into the classroom just that's been my experience but i feel like the fact that like they can't fire a teacher for saying a public talking point that most people agree with like on abortion or black lives matter or anything like that so if they say something that the common majority accepts as truth they're not gonna like let somebody go because of that so i think it's the fact that like they they don't care about presenting information unbiased anymore you can say whatever the fuck you want really you can't get fired for it unless you say something insensitive all right, because all that stuff is just just dogmatic. Yeah. Unless you have tenure, because right. it's really hard to fire you. So, like the professors that have tenure really don't give a fuck. <laughs> what does that mean? Tenure is where you've been working a certain amount of years, and you have special protections that prevent you from getting fired. Mm. So you'd have to fuck up. Like I think you'd have to like break a law to get fired, kind of thing. I don't know. Or like be a like creep or something like that something really bad i think but like because there's a economics professor that got in trouble for making some jewish things but the university can't fire because of her tenure so there's a bunch of protests about it so um stuff like 
this was semi recently, I think, but I mean, that's what, that's what tenure is, is you, I don't know the number of years, but it's a specific number of years that allows you some protection. I think it's 10 years, hence the name. <laughs> you know what? I hope it's, let's see how long ten, it might be different. Uh, that's not enough, bro. It might be. In order see. to get, how in long? order to get you like all that protection, it's gotta be more than that. <laughs> What I might be different from whatever the contract is from school to school, it might be a different amount of years to get tenure. I don't know, but I think tenure lasts until you. I don't think there's a specific amount of time once you have oh, it. It's like it's like being pope <laughs> until you die, bitch. Yep, dude. Pope Francis is not doing well. Oh, is he not? No, I think they had to take out one of his lungs. I think he literally only has one lung. I've not heard any news about that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's the Pope. Like, I mean. Well, I see her news about serious. the Pope all the time. Wait, what's up? I see her news about the Pope all the time. If he breathes, is <laughs> like, oh, this is what the Pope <laughs> did today. He's like, I don't give a shit. And Pope breathed. <laughs> nice. I remember that. I think the Pope said he liked the Simpsons or something. Like, the Pope Francis is a bunch of like random stuff. He's <laughs> like the Simpsons. Yeah, I think he said he liked it. That's like his favorite show or something. I remember... Um, I'm just... <laughs> just imagine the Pope like just sitting there. <laughs> they have a lot of Catholic jokes in The Simpsons, so I feel like it'd be funny to have Pope... like <laughs> Pope Francis' reaction channel on YouTube reaction to Catholic jokes from The Simpsons. That'd be pretty... F- I'd watch it. I would, too. Um, I, I, I love how The Simpsons depicts... Catholic versus Protestant in heaven. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, do you remember that? I like that because it actually showed that Catholic heaven was better. <laughs> the funniest thing I remember, speaking of Protestant heaven, uh, when I was younger, I I, rem- I didn't remember fucking any of the sermons because most of them were really boring. But the one I do remember was the pastor was talking about Ned Flanders specifically and like his role in the Simpsons as like the laughing stock of the show where he's just like a goody two shoes Christian. And they were basically like the whole hour or however long the fucking thing was, was just praising the qualities that Ned Flanders had <laughs> and how he was depicted in the show. It was just really bizarre. Cause like, he's like the, he's the butt of the joke in the show, but like, they took the time out of the day to put in the sermon how he's actually has a lot of redeeming qualities and how he was accurately portrayed in the show despite being the butt of the joke, which is really interesting. Wow. Well, I like The Simpsons, though. I haven't seen it in forever. It, I like The Simpsons like the, movie. The first, yeah, I heard that's good. I haven't seen it. Uh, I really like the like the first couple seasons of The Simpsons. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think my I like, favorite love... depiction of Catholics is South Park. I think they do fucking. <laughs> what is it? Oh yeah, with the the um the priest with the vacuum. <laughs> yeah, the cum vacuum. <laughs> what else have they? They I know like they make fun of like Christianity in general. Um, I don't know. I've seen that one because I know that one's like specifically targeted towards like the the catholic church like what else have they done do you know if any they did one i can't remember they did one where the the easter bunny actually has significance in the catholic church i can't remember the god it's been a fucking long time since i've seen it but they don't depict jesus as like a um they kind of depict him as you would expect like they don't really 
besides like the fact that he not the episode where they said that he was on performance enhancing drugs and that he made all the shit up like that was funny (laughs) not but like the earlier versions of him were just like he's godly and he's holy kind of thing that he wasn't really he would just say kind of funny things i think the the best funny depiction of jesus's family guy where like he's like a guy that can't get a date (laughs) i don't i'm not familiar i'm familiar with the god being autistic Oh yeah, and like uh, there's but still I'm, handicap I'm spots in it. heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you have yeah. to bring your towels when you die. Um, yeah, but there was uh, I can't. I'm trying to remember. Fuck, man. There's they made a whole Easter special about how the, the um, fuck, man. I wish I could fucking remember. My brain is just going to mush. He, or Randy thinks yeah. that the the joke was like Randy thinks that the story of the Easter Bunny like like is real and so the whole family um is making fun of him because of because of that but apparently like the Catholic Church also thinks that the Easter Bunny story is real about like how the Easter Bunny comes and colors eggs and shit stuff like that. I mean, I don't think it is, but. Hmm? I mean, I don't think that's the case, but... No, obviously. No, that's the joke. According, according to the episode. I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's like the... What the fuck? I think... I can't even remember. I'm not even going to pretend like I remember. It's been so fucking long. But basically, it's the story of, like, the actual Easter bunny in the Catholic Church. You know what I mean? It's not just, like, the story of Jesus's <laughs> the resurrection. I assume. Is that the performance enhancing drugs? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. The part that was really lame, and that's the part that I don't like, is and the fact that the South Park probably don't like that either, where it's like they were forced to censor Muhammad, so they mug and walk around like a censor bar just because they kept getting death threats and protests. But, they, but then didn't they get like a... Um, like they made an episode making fun of that. <laughs> yeah, they made a whole episode making fun of every religion and every celebrity. <laughs> like they were all censored or whatever. No, only Muhammad was censored. Like like that's why they did the whole thing where they they made fun of him super fucking hard because like Comedy Central would not allow them. Like that was their line. Like they were not allowed to make fun of Muhammad or depict him. I think it was like they were not allowed to depict him because like it would cause too much shit. Right, because they got death threats. Yeah, so like that that was the whole fucking point. Right. And I I can't remember. I believe there's a lot of controversy around it. I think they decided to do it anyway, and Comedy Central just made the censor bar, or they made them do it. I can't. It was one of the two, or they just. I can't remember if they did it for a joke, but I think they were they they originally did do it, but then it was so bad that they made them censor Muhammad. So there's literally a censor bar walking around. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, so retarded. Either way, it's funny. Yeah. Oh fuck. I'm oh. looking up. When I look up South Park Muhammad, what comes up? It's there's one censored. reason. Of, yeah. yeah, there's one censor. There's one reason a bear suit. Or, <laughs> <laughs> there's one here. Yeah, he just looks like some Middle Eastern dude. Yeah. So this is what he originally looked like before they did the censor bar. Yeah. yeah. Muhammad. It's not like he was portrayed that ridiculous. He just looks like a regular fucking guy. Like, they didn't even make fun. They get... 
the way they depict Osama bin Laden. Okay, that I can see how people would be offended. Yeah, but who gives a shit? It's Osama bin Laden. It's like if they did. I I, I know. But... If they depicted Muhammad like that. I feel like it'd be way worse. But like they just made him look like he was a regular guy, like a regular character in the show. It wasn't even like a yeah, ridiculous just, caricature. Like, right, like Jesus too. He's just Jesus, literally, as if he was a South Park character. Exactly. Yeah, he's not portrayed in some ridiculous fashion. <laughs> yeah. They got so much shit for it. It's so stupid. Yeah. No, but like, think about Osama bin Laden. Is like he looks like a nice dude. <laughs> he just looks like a chill. Like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like a dude to go talk to. Just yeah, sit and tell cool. you stories looks... around the around yeah. the campfire. Yeah, he looks friendly. <laughs> oh. God. Yeah. Also, he has a cool turban. That that's also points in. Uh, in Will's heart and mind. Are you sad you can't walk around with a turban? Well, I can if I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm wearing, you know, if I can say like, oh, it's for Halloween. or <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's for this or for that. Which, I mean, I don't have many of those situations, but. Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, no, I am kind of mad. Because I want to I wanna just wear my sutra, but I can't. So. I mean, if everyone... If I lived in like a Mizrahi Jewish neighborhood, obviously, yeah, I guess I would wear it just because everyone else is wearing it. I mean, then again, like, it's it's like uh, my sister says this about like my dad wearing lederhosen. She's like, if you're just wearing something, like if you're wearing tribal clothes, so to speak, and you're not among or like, like if you're not in the presence of or a member of the tribe it's just kind of inappropriate yeah and that's why i i that's why i mean if you're an american just fucking don't even touch that shit with a 10-foot pole just fucking just just and i don't know it's, i mean we've gotten into fucking nauseam about you know trying to you know represent other cultures when you're a fucking american yeah, we're really terrible at doing that. I don't know. Like, I... The whole cultural appropriation thing, it's like... I feel like that really only <coughs> comes down to if you're making money off of something, claiming it to be original, or if you're stealing something flat out. But, like, I don't think... Obviously, it's cringy. But, like, I just don't see a white person wearing comb as appropriation. I, I saw it, like, back in the day. I think it was... The whole point was there were movie stars that were white that were wearing that like black hairstyles and they pretty much got a lot i don't know if, if, if credit is the right word but it was acceptable but then in real life you couldn't have those kind of hairstyles like in an office or any sort of formal workplace so that i can understand but now that we're past all that shit like what white dude with cornrows besides i don't know riffraff <laughs> is gonna be fucking making any sort of money anytime soon yeah no, that's that's true. I don't know. I just always thought cultural appropriation is dumb, especially if you're not making any money. Then who gives a fuck? Like, wh- right, why yeah, do you that, care? Some that... random person is stealing your shit if you're still making money. Like, I just I don't know. Yeah, well, right. Because like I know the argument is like the like you're profiting from it. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, yeah, I I guess you could make that, but it's like some people just think other stuff is cool. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Or the dreadlocks thing. The dreadlocks thing is really fucking stupid. 
Yeah, whatever. It's like a, what I think the reason why I hate it is it's people that don't that did not create something that claim they have ownership of it. So it's like no fucking unless you're a hairstylist and you make your own specific type of hairstyle. Like no black person alive today made cornrows or fucking dreadlocks. You know what I mean? Like that shit's been fucking around forever. So it's like them claiming right, ownership exactly. because they're just black. It's just really fucking stupid. But again, I don't give a shit about hairstyle. So it's like I don't need to wear cornrows or dreadlocks to make a point. It's just the fact that I can't do it because it's appropriation. Even though I'm not even making a career out of it. It's just so retarded to me. Like it, it just it forever will. And the, the thing I agree with is, yeah, you know, if you are being discriminated on because of your hair in the fucking workplace or school or whatever, yeah, that should not fucking happen. You should be able to wear whatever goddamn hairstyle you want, wear whatever tattoos you want in any professional setting, and it should be fine. So fair enough. But getting pissed off at random fucking druggies wearing dreadlocks is just dumb to me. Eh. It always will. But again, it's not a hill I'd die on. Like, I don't need to fucking wear dreadlocks or cornrows or really any traditional, I guess, African hairstyle. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I guess we could talk about this another time. Because, <laughs> right, like, I'd like to talk about this. But um, the point I'm is, really I'm never going to make a career out of appropriating someone else's culture. Like, that's never that's never going to happen. So, like, I can fucking do whatever I want. I'm never going to make money at it, so fuck off is my point. <laughs> right. I'm never going to claim it's mine either. Like, I t- <laughs> It's like, you can't listen to all this Latin music. I'm like, okay, why not? Did you make this fucking Latin music? Like, why do you get to listen to it? <laughs> yeah. That's my point. You know? It's like people that didn't create something bitching about how they can only enjoy it. It's like, it's just retarded. It really is. Like, I'll die on that hill that it's stupid. Right. Exactly. But, yep. All right. Yep. Said to be a short one. Shorty, already. Yep. We'll make it longer. Uh, we'll make a longer one for the next time. Yeah, sounds good. Yep. Until then. Goodbye. Goodbye.